You're listening to Cam's Talk, a podcast brought to you by the service users and professionals from East London NHS Foundation Trust. A podcast where you can hear us discuss, debate and challenge issues around child and adolescent mental health in the UK. Good afternoon and welcome to the latest edition of our CAMS Talk podcast. My name is Nikki Scott and I'm the service user participation lead for CAMS in Bedfordshire and Luton. And today I'm delighted to be joined by colleagues from across central Bedfordshire. And we're going to be talking about the activities that are available for families and young people throughout the area across the summer period. Um, So I'm going to introduce you first to Councillor Sue Clark, um, who's the Deputy Leader and Executive Member for Children, Families and Schools. Welcome to our podcast. Thank you. Hello. Hi, Nikki. Thank you. And next we have Sue Harrison, who's the Director for Children's Services. Welcome, Sue. Thank you, Nikki. It's great to be here today. Thank you. And we have Howard Hughes, who is the Active Lifestyles Manager for Central Bedfordshire. Hi, Nikki. Hi. And last but definitely not least, we have Fiona Side, who is the Head of 0-12 Family Services in Central Bedfordshire. Hi, Nikki. Hi. So we're here today, as I say, to talk about the opportunities that are available for families across the whole of central Bedfordshire um, across the summer holidays. And I wonder, Councillor Sue Clark, sorry, um, we're going to come to you first to give us a bit of an introduction as to what it is that the council have laid on for families across the summer. Thank you, Nikki. I think over the last 18 months, last year and a half, we've all missed out on so much uh, of our normal lives, haven't we? And uh, this is particularly so for our children and young people. And we've just lost out on not being able to catch up with friends and just be and be doing the normal things that we would normally do and enjoy and take for granted. And having been through one of the most difficult times in living memory, I think it's fantastic. It's so great that now things are opening up and we can get back to being a bit normal and we can get out and about and organise some lovely outings uh, and enjoy being with our friends and families in a way that we haven't been able to. And I think we're all really appreciating doing that so much more um, because we haven't been able to do it for so long. And the SEND team at Central Beds and uh, SNAP, who are our Parent Care Forum, and other organisations have pulled together a fantastic, really exciting and diverse series of activities for our families to be able to enjoy over the summer holidays. And we also know that many of our families have been affected financially by the pandemic. And I'm really pleased that many of the activities that we're offering this summer are free or at very low cost. And this summer programme is just one lovely way to be able to bring a small piece of normality back for many people. And I hope that as many of our children and young people and their parents as possible will get the opportunity to sample and enjoy what we've got on offer. 
And I can't stress enough how important it is for central Bedfordshire to be able to bring together a really super package of summer activities that are inclusive for our SEND families. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're right. It has been a really, really difficult time. You know, our young people, especially those with special educational needs, have um, really had to struggle through the breaks in education. And, and so it's great to see some of this really positive um you know, um, response to that. And um, it sounds like there's lots and lots of really sort of fun activities that are available to people. So Sue H, um, can you tell us a little bit more about, from your perspective as the Director of Children's Services, why this was really important to Central Bedfordshire? Yes, thanks, Nikki. Um, I'm really proud to be able to be involved in this programme because it's not just um, the SEND team. We've, we've involved our Parent Carer Forum, SNAP, in really helping us to co-construct and put together this programme. Howard's going to talk for himself later on, but brilliant partnership working across the council and with our schools. Because all through the pandemic, you know, 85 of our schools never closed. They remained open for vulnerable children, and some of those vulnerable children, of course, have special educational needs. So I know how tired, actually, some of those children are at the end of term because they've worked really hard and had a lot of disruption. There's very few schools not had to send bubbles of children home at some point with all the disruption that that, that, that involves. And of course, not forgetting our little children who haven't even started school yet, but who've had to make enormous sacrifices. Um, a lot of the mums and tots activities that they would normally enjoy, of course, they've not been able to do for, for, because of lockdown. So we've thought really hard about, well, what has the impact of lockdown and, and the whole pandemic? What, what has it had on children? And for small children, it's meant much less opportunity to socialise. It's meant um, less opportunity to learn how to share if you're the only child in your family. Of course, you've had perhaps more time with your parents and maybe with your siblings. But some children haven't had the opportunities that they would have had, for example, to encourage them to be um, in different situations to learn different vocabulary um, or, as I say, different social behaviours. Playing those childhood games, you actually, you know, you try skipping with a rope um, and, and playing jump rope on your own. It's a, bit, it's a bit limited, isn't it? And I think parents and families have absolutely done their best. But what sacrifices have been made, you know, by our youngest people, in this pandemic um, and I just want to recognise that actually they've made amazing sacrifices and shown brilliant resilience um, but here we are after Freedom Day looking forward to getting a bit more back to normal so this this programme I think it's really great because it really is something for everybody you know if you're kind of physical learner and you want to get out there doing things there's things for you if you're creative if you're musical there's kind of you know we've really tried to think about everybody's interests and it's also a great opportunity, we're hoping, to hook people and children into new interests that they might not have experienced before. So if you've never learned a musical instrument, give it a go. You know, there's lots of opportunities out there in the, in the holiday programme. Maybe you've never experienced our countryside walks or our parks. Um, and Howard will talk a bit more about those opportunities to make the best of Central Beverage's brilliant um, outdoor activities and the parks we've got. So I suppose what I'm hoping is the Director of Children's Services, because my main job is to help children thrive and we want happy children in central Bedfordshire. 
a big part of being a happy child is having those opportunities to enjoy yourself with children your own age, with your families. And this programme helps us to do that. So I would urge people to come along and join in. As, as Susie says, we're not charging a fortune for these activities. Most of them are actually free. And we're hoping that there will be a taster session for what might be the start of a whole new hobby. We've got the Olympics going on now, haven't we? And how many people have said, oh, you know, um, watching the Olympics spurred me on. I'd really like to try a different sport that I've never tried before. We might even get some Olympians from Central Bedfordshire on the back of this summer holiday programme. So I'm really excited about it. And we, had have, we have had a few activities um, where we've brought young people together in the last week. And they've been so happy just to be together. In a way, the activities are almost secondary to just enjoying being in their peer group again. So that also has made me and, and the staff really happy to see that. And I'm sure that parents who um, are accompanying their youngsters to these activities will also get a big buzz out of meeting those, um, those friends again at the school gates or the nursery gates, getting back in touch with those social groups, because we all support each other, don't we? And I don't care who you are. If you're a parent, sometimes that's a hard job. In a six-week summer holiday, keeping our youngsters engaged and, um, and occupied, whether they be little tiny ones or older teenagers, it can, it can sometimes be a bit of a job. So to get together, join in with other parents, share some hints and tips, um, great opportunities. You're not on your own this school holiday. Absolutely not. There's, there's something most days of the week. So I'm hoping um, I'm not giving too hard a sell because I think these activities sell themselves, actually. But from the Director of Children's Services point of view, you know, with that hat on, as well as a parent, I'm thinking this can only be positive opportunities for our youngsters and, and helping them to enjoy themselves after a tough couple of years. Thanks, Nikki. That sounds absolutely amazing. And the fact that it's really sort of across such a broad um, age range of young people. And you're right, you know, hopefully we're going to be able to develop all of those social skills that, you know, maybe they haven't, they've missed out on and, and just bringing them together and having fun. That's the most important part of it, isn't it? And an opportunity for parents to sort of meet up as well. So, Howard, I wonder if you could tell us a little bit about, you know, where, where the activities are taking place and what's available for, for our young people. Thanks, Nikki. Uh, yes, there's a, there's a broad range of activities. And uh, we've worked with a number of, of partners, along with, um, with colleagues in children's services and, uh, and the SNAP Parent Carer Forum to, to think about what we could put on and, uh, and, and where. So... Um, we have, for example, um, workshops that are available in drama and dance, uh, performing arts that you can take part at the, at the Grove Theatre, um, which is being provided by um, Spectrum Community Arts. Um, also, similar type um, summer workshops, which Imagination Dance are, um, are providing up at uh, Stratton Upper School. Um, plus also Full House Arts are supporting a programme uh, with workshops at uh, Houghton Hall Park. Um, and that's including activities such as uh, bringing along your favourite character and then doing toy stories with them, um, looking at um, opportunities around expressive dance and drama parties, acro yoga. We're giving that a try as well. Um, the Green Sand Trust, who are one of our um, countryside partners that we work with a lot, are um, putting on activities for going... Um, 
bug hunting, so looking for mini beasts and finding out um, about um, nature opportunities that are in uh, some of our open spaces. So that's Tinfoot Waterside Park in Leighton Buzzard, but also Flitton Moor, um, where there's an opportunity to look at um, at, uh, at uh, mini beasts that you can find in our ponds and, and water. Um, with a number of exclusive swimming sessions that are available at all of the um, council's leisure centres. So um, where the small pool has been set aside for dedicated use for send families for an hour, there's three sessions uh, at each of the pools over the summer holidays that we have available. And um, colleagues at the um, Grove Theatre are putting on a relaxed screening uh, for Peter Rabbit too. So for a relaxed screening, the lights are stay on low, the um, the sound level is reduced and it's fine to make noise to come and go from the auditorium. So whereas before in a normal um, screening, people may feel uncomfortable about if, if they're making noise, that's absolutely fine. And um, and we're making that uh, free uh, freely available for members of uh, SNAP Parent Carer Forum. So if you contact the Parent Carer Forum, you know, if you're not a member or if you want to join, then they'll they'll issue a special code so you can get those tickets reduced down there uh, to nothing. So we also have uh, a broad range of inclusive activities. So as well as very specific SEND family activities, there's also a range of um, inclusive activities where we want to give people the opportunity to connect with nature, try something new, and just try and come and explore some of our fantastic open spaces that we've got. So, for example, the National Trust up at the Dunstable Downs have got a fantastic programme available over the summer, uh, which they're calling the Summer of Sport, where you can have a go at, um, at cricket, um, soft archery, there's um, football, um, there's family-based uh, fitness activities that you can have a go at. Um, also at Houghton Hall Park, we have a range of uh, trails and uh, self-guided trails that you can you can come and uh, you can come and use and have a go at. Uh, there's even an opportunity to have a go at crazy golf, Nerf Wars, giant giant board games if you wanted to try that. And hopefully, yeah, something for everyone to uh, come and try something new, be creative, and uh, hopefully, um, yeah, get to use some of our great open spaces. A really impressive um, and diverse array of activities there's something there literally for everyone by the sounds of it to you know to to encompass everybody's interests and and as you said earlier Sue H you know it's encouraging people into into new sort of activities isn't it and not just the things that they've previously been interested in So I was wondering, um, with regards to the young people with special educational needs, do they have to actually have a diagnosis, an existing diagnosis, in order to be able to access some of these activities, Fiona? Okay, so, so if the family identifies that their child has got a SEND need, they will be able to access any of those holiday activities because what we do know is some children might still be waiting a diagnosis. There might be other factors that make it not that clear. But we don't want any barriers to children being able to access the holiday activities. Thank you. And with regards to anyone that might be a little bit reluctant, Howard, to, to sort of participate on their own, 
what what could you suggest that they might be able to do? So for many of the activities, um, it's open to siblings as well. So um, that's one of the uh, that's that's one of the um, areas where we spoke to the suppliers about how they would how they would deal with that. So for for many, if um, if they're uncomfortable about doing it on their own, then then uh, siblings taking part is fine. It's best to check with the actual provider to make sure because there are one or two exceptions where it was very much about the activity being for the um, for the child that maybe doesn't always have the opportunity to take part in universal provision. Uh, but most but most we've kept it flexible and the our, our providers have kept it flexible and if um, if children are more comfortable then doing an activity with a sibling then then they'll be able to book on as well. Brilliant. Thank you so much for clarifying that. Fiona, I wonder if I can come to you um, as the, the, the head of the 0 to 12 family service to think about what's there for, for those younger children that we mentioned earlier. Okay, yeah. Hi. So I think what we're really trying to do, you know, as others have alluded to, is really have the opportunity for children to get back and reconnect with their community. I know in the Easter holidays previously, it was quite difficult to have all of that face-to-face -face interaction with a lot of virtual families enjoyed that. Those children have missed seeing their friends. And actually throughout lockdown, people have had babies and they want to connect with other families, meet new family members. So we've got a whole range of activities that cut across kind of the north all the way up to 16. So with our kind of younger families, we're very much encouraging them to reconnect, get out into the open air. We're doing lots of family trails so that they can come out, bring their buggies with them, meet with other families, all kind of in, the, in a safe space, really. And also looking at kind of some smaller activities within the children's centre buildings, like cooking activities. So lots of family focused, fun activities bearing in mind a lot of the families haven't had that opportunity um, and reconnecting and having fun together, you know, as a family. We also are part of the holiday activities and food programme and have got a huge range of activities that's supplementing and building on the activities that Howard talked about with the leisure service. Um, some, you know, a whole range of holiday clubs that are providing provision for children four hours a day with food which is an amazing opportunity and they are all inclusive in their approach and welcoming to families and we know that from Easter that they were really welcomed by families of children with SEND and their children's needs are really well met. We've also got creative activities I know Howard you talked about some of the the art and the dance so I won't I won't go over the same things as you Howard but We've also got youth provision, so we've got some of our youth providers putting on some special activities for our young people, and again, you know, bringing them back together. They, they, they've been cooking lunches actually this week over in Flitic at 4YP, so they've been making their own food, sitting down as a group, having lunch together, and then going outdoors and playing sports and doing games, so they've had a really good time this week. We've also got a lot of our partners on board to help with sporting activities. And I think it's really important. A lot of children and young people haven't had that opportunity for physical activity. They have been stuck indoors for a very long time. Um, 
So I think that opportunity to get out and re-engage with physical activity, team games, it's, it's really important. And the weather's not looking great today, but let's hope the weather is better for our young people next week. Um, and again, I think um, Susie referred to, you know, all our activities, you know, we're aiming to be free, to make them as accessible as possible to as many children and young people. And we've also got, I suppose, within the midst of all the inclusive activities, we have got some quite targeted work that has also included an element of virtual workshops and creative activity packs for children with SEND. Because what some of the parents did tell us was actually their children are still really vulnerable and they weren't quite ready to connect with community activities again. So the company we're working with are delivering the activity packs to those children at home doing Zoom workshops. So at least there is something as a family that they can do together and have a bit of fun engaging in that activity. We've got some amazing partners on board this summer. Um, it gets better. Easter was like really good and summer is even better. So we've got Woburn Safari Park. So, you know, putting on some special activities for us. We've got um, Bedford Blues that are our kind of rugby based organisation from Bedford that are putting on activities and sports and trying to maybe get that Olympic, Olympic gold for central beds in years to come. Um, and we've also got the Carnival Arts Centre in Luton just signed up last week so they're going to do a program for young people making some of those fantastic carnival costumes so some really very exciting stuff so i'm sure we will get some of those young people and families um wanting to talk to you at another stage that would be lovely i'd it would be so great to hear the impact that this has had on children and young people and their families and it's it's also really great to hear that actually organizations from across the whole of bedfordshire and not just central bedfordshire are supporting this this initiative um because we've got some fantastic facilities um haven't we across the county for young people um, and I'm also really pleased to hear about the blended approach because you know in in my role certainly at CAMS we're very much aware that some of our young people aren't ready to actually go back out into the community so to hear that there's still that virtual offer I think is really important so um what, what a fantastic summer that our Central Bedfordshire residents have got to look forward to. Um, so it would be really great to revisit this um, at the end of the summer and, and think about um, what we can do moving forward. So I wonder if somebody could tell me where, where can families find out about all of these activities? Where, where's the information stored? Sue Harrison. I would um, urge people to look at the local offer on the council's website. All those activities are there, as well as other links to lots of other organisations and, and, and people that are organising activities generally. We've pulled together for the ease of parents, actually, all the things that are happening in the summer. But there's lots of useful information on the local offer. So if you just look for the summer of send, you should find it easily on, on our local offer. And that's got all the times and contacts and, and people so that, so that you can organise your own exciting summer holiday programme. 
So do people need to book a place just to clarify then on the activities? They need to look at each activity that they want to join because each activity, some of them it will just be, you know, turn up. If you want to turn up with your buggy on a buggy walk, there's no limit. Um, it'll be clear if there is a limit because of health and safety and other things. And then it'll be a case of, I think, first come, first served. So please do put your names down for, for those kind of activities. And as Howard said, in, in relation to some of them, like the um, cinema tickets, you would have to go through Snap Parent Care Forum for that activity. Um, and obviously, if anything isn't clear, then just feel free to get in touch with me, the director, or Marcia, our comms officer, because we do regularly review our local offer and would want to listen to feedback. So if anything isn't crystal clear, then we, we'll obviously clarify it straight away. But we think it's a very accessible offer. Um, schools have been brilliant as well at promoting the offer. So if you look on your school um, website, there should also be information about the summer of SEND on there. Thank you, Sue. So we can share all of those links um, with the um, recording of our podcast. So um, we'll direct people to those. And um, fantastic to hear that, that, you know, that all of the organisations that have come together. Um, and you mentioned, Howard, the, the reductions that people who are members of SNAP Parent Care Forum can get, which is fantastic to hear. And I know they've got a really big, um, um, I believe there's over a thousand members of SNAP now, which is unbelievable. Um, and I would encourage anyone listening to this, if they don't know about SNAP and the work that they do, to reach out to them via their website um, and find out a bit more about the support that they offer um so thank you so much for everyone for coming together today to talk about these activities i wonder if you have any parting words to encourage people to come along and participate in these fun activities um fiona yeah just just to say we still have lots of places available on the activities during the summer so Things are not yet fully booked, so please do, you know, look on the local offer and, you know, find something that meets your needs. You know, there's lots of exciting stuff there. And also, actually, a huge thanks to all the providers that we've worked with. We've only mentioned a few of them, but they have been amazing in getting all of these activities up and running for us in quite a short time scale. So a big thank you to all of them. Absolutely. Thank you, Fiona. And Susie? It feels a bit, doesn't it, as if we're emerging from a long hibernation. And uh, I really hope that this, um, the big range of activities that we've got on will really help people to make the most of that. And particularly, Fiona, as you described, where we've got some young people who feel nervous, um, that there may be a gentle way for them to re-engage um, with wider groups of people. That's definitely right. It's it's so nice to see people actually coming together again, isn't it? And really enjoying what's out there um, with their friends and 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 making new friendships. Sue H. I just wanted to build on Susie's comment, really, that if you're feeling a bit nervous about getting out there again, whether you're a child or whether you're a parent, these are very safe spaces for you to go to. They're non-judgmental places. Please do just take that step, get out there and give it a go and you'll find you're really welcome. And if you're feeling a bit nervous, so will other people. 
you'll put each other at ease and, and it'll be a positive experience. But please don't think this is any old activity. We've made sure that all the organisers are very aware of children with SEND and their additional needs. And it is a very safe space where children can be themselves and you can be yourself. So please do just give it a go. And if you're a bit nervous, that's natural, isn't it? After so long being kind of shut away, but I think you'll appreciate it and you will feel uh, the benefit if you do manage to get out there. Saying that, if you're not able to get out there, there are the virtual packs, um, the virtual support and the packs that Fiona's talked about as well. So it's really what whatever suits you. But um, again, if you reach out to SNAP and you are feeling a bit nervous, they'll make sure somebody else is there to buddy up with you and help you through that difficult, because it is difficult when you've been in for a long time to have that self-confidence again to go out and mix. And thank you, Nikki, for this series of podcasts, because we need to talk about these things, don't we? Great opportunities sometimes take a bit of courage to get out there and grasp them. So please don't feel like you're missing out. Join in in whatever way suits you. But there is help there to help you join in if that's what you need. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, and great to hear that that SNAP are there to support our parents and carers as well. Um, it sounds like we're going to be keeping our families and young people really busy across the next six weeks. It can be an incredibly long stretch of time, can't it? Um, and I know, Howard, you're going to be working on the feedback that you receive from the children and young people and families that have been involved to think about, you know, moving forward, what activities are going to be offered to families families in the future yes um so if you do attend um one of the certainly one of the send specific sessions that we've got running would would encourage anyone that does uh please do um use the feedback form uh, and link that um hopefully the providers will give you um that would be really important to us to understand um how you found the activity whether how good the location was, if it was the right time, whether it was the right length of activity. And that will help us uh, an awful lot in terms of planning going forward and uh, thinking about making sure we get a programme that's as responsive to what people uh, want to see in the future. That's great to hear. Yeah, it's so it's so important, isn't it, that we're we're all working together, you know, and co-producing what what our families want across the area. So. Thank you so much. It's been great to meet all of you today and to have this conversation. Um, I'd just like to say thank you very much. And yeah, I can't wait to hear what our families and young people say about um, the fun that they've had across the summer. So we'll be revisiting uh, activities um, hopefully in September. So thank you very much to um, Fiona. Thank you, Nikki. And thank you, Howard. Thanks, Nikki. And thank you to Sue Harrison. Thanks, Nikki. And thank you, lastly, but definitely not least, to Sue Clark. Thank you. You're welcome, Nikki. You've been listening to CAMS Talk, a podcast brought to you by the Luton and Bedford CAMS team and the Luton and Bedford Service User Participation Group. If you'd like to hear more from us, just go over to camstalk.com and subscribe. You can also subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts or any of the other platforms that you're using. Once you've subscribed, you'll get notification on your device every time we release a new episode. 
If you want to comment or share your views, you can contact us on Twitter using at camstalk, or you can send us an email using info at camstalk.com. One last thing before we go. Don't forget to use the hashtag camstalkpodcast whenever you comment on social media. We'll speak to you soon. Thank you.